Welcome to the WIPS Podcast, inspiring and empowering women to take the stage and up their game in the public speaking arena. My name is Chantal Bosset from Shabbos, leaders for your presentation, public speaking, and AV needs. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Ellen Finkelstein, and she's from Fairfield, Iowa. Welcome, Ellen. Welcome uh, to everybody listening, and thank you, Chantal, for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. It's a pleasure, especially that we've known each other for quite a few years now, because I met you as a Microsoft PowerPoint MVP. But now we'll be discussing a whole different Thing about presentations per se. And even though I know what you do, please share with my listeners, what's your business? What do you do? I actually have two businesses. Uh, the one that you're most familiar with is at ellenfinkelstein.com where I help presenters create clear and powerful and engaging presentations yeah. and avoid death by PowerPoint. And so I offer online courses and eBooks. I work one-on-one -on -one with pre presenters and I do group training, but I do have a separate business helping online entrepreneurs reach more people. And the connection between the two is one of the ways I help them is through online speaking and, and especially webinars. Oh, that's interesting. It's complimentary in, yes. in a way because you cannot do one without the other. Well, you could, but you have better results if you have both. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But I'm, I'm a big fan of webinars to reach more people. You're right. Would you say that, would you consider yourself more a shy or outspoken person? I think I certainly started out being shy to speak. I still remember my first Toastmaster speech and that was really scary. <laughs> But I've gotten over the time, I've gotten comfortable speaking out. So I, I, I don't know if I would say I'm outspoken, but I'm certainly comfortable speaking now. Or as many, surprisingly, as many women have shared with me so far, they find they're a good mix of, or a good in between of both, that they can be very, they could be shy or need a rest at one point, but then they'll just go around and do public speaking when it's required. So I guess... That's the good thing about aging. We get better at it. <laughs> <laughs> and, also, and also practice. Practice really oh, helps. Oh, yeah. You're right. Practice is a, a must. We cannot go without it. And you talked about Toastmasters, but was that your first time that you did do public speaking? Or did you, do you remember another time that comes to mind? Well, except for, you know, the, my kindergarten play or something like that. <laughs> Uh, the first time I really remember doing it was webinars. And oh. in 2000, excuse me, in 2007, I started doing webinars and they were organized by somebody else. So I just had to show up. And I do remember it being very strange to be speaking to people who I couldn't see. Oh, that's And true. I didn't know what their response was or anything like that. And you just kind of go out and speak to the, to blankness. So I, I do remember <laughs> that. But Toastmasters did help me speak in front of a live audience. And even though I still do most of my speaking online, uh, for example, this past February, I presented at the training 2018 conference in front of, a, you know, I did a session. So I, I do a little bit of both, but mostly online. And especially that first experience online, how did you, that, how did it end up finally, even though you said it was strange? 
It was. It ended up fun. They asked me to come back. I did it for two <laughs> for two years. I I did webinars for them, and you know I I do remember being a little scared. And the same thing as I said for for Toastmasters. I remember my heart mm. beating beating even for a two minute. They have these little two minute table topics. I think they call them. And I remember my heart beating going up. So it was <laughs> it, it was definitely scary. So I, I don't think you ever get completely over being a little nervous when you speak, but you get to the point where it doesn't interfere with you doing a good job, I think. I think you're right. We're managing it better as we practice more. That's true. Right. And throughout your, all your speaking engagements, is there one in particular that you remember that was either challenging, sometimes we could say a bad experience, but let's call it more challenging. (laughs) So I've actually had a couple of experiences speaking in front of a live audience where I think I misjudged the audience. And so I didn't get good feedback. They were not, at least least some people. Like, for example, even at the training 2018 conference, I got some people who gave me all fives, which was the highest. And I gave, I got some feedback where a couple of people gave me ones, which was the lowest for a couple of the things. Okay. So uh, that's the thing that's always been challenging for me is to judge the audience. And when that happens, what do you learn from those types of experiences? Especially when they kind of give us a report card or remarks. (laughs) Right, right. Well, I certainly learned to try to get as much information about the audience as possible. And when and often you can't. Often I just don't feel like I, I can really understand them that well. So one of the things sure. I've learned is to get feedback during the talk and to and to incor- and then incorporate what they say. And so to have some alternate content available to make on the spot adjustments. And that's probably a way better uh, it's a better alternative than trying to just swing it until the end because you know where and how you can adjust during your presentation. That's a very cool tip. And I'm sure you also have some great memories. Is there one in particular, uh, uh, one engagement you had that you want to share with our listeners? Well, one time when I was speaking in front of a live audience, I spoke to an, uh, the audience was college professors and they were doing their annual, I don't know what they call it, but it's like they have a training at the beginning of the year. Okay. And I was trying to, college professors are typically pretty bad. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At presenting and using PowerPoint because their whole they're just using it to give out information and they just basically put the information up there and read it. And it's very boring for the students. It is. And so what I did was I, I read a slide, I read out a slide to them. And I, before that I asked them to pay attention to how they took the information, how they felt about it. So I just had a lot of text on the slide, a lot of bullet points and I read it to them. And then I asked them how it worked for them. And I was able to get them to, feel it for themselves to actually experience why that was unpleasant and uncomfortable for them. And that was eye-opening for them and fulfilling for me. Oh, I guess so. You kind of served them their own medicine, which I like that twist. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And you're so right. If If they feel it, 
that's when they will understand it way more that they should not reproduce that model anymore. That's a great thing, great topic. I was actually able to do it. I've done it a couple times in a webinar, but it's a little harder to do it that way. True. Uh, but uh, when it was live, they were able to get back to me. And I actually asked them, how did you take in the slide? Did you read ahead of me and then listen to me? Or did you try to slow down your reading to match my pace? Or did you ignore the slide and just listen to me? And so they really were able to pay attention to what the experience was like for them. Oh, good for you. I like that. That's very valuable because people can relate to that. So I'm sure many listeners will remember that one. (laughs) I hope so. Okay. And yeah, we're all women. Sometimes we're a little bit self-conscious. What would be your one wardrobe tip that you would give women that are doing public speaking? I just, for me, I just dress conservatively and comfortably. So I think comfortable shoes are just an absolute must. I'm pretty fanatic about that. I don't wear heels, for example, because they make me uncomfortable. So I I think dressing conservatively and comfortably is just that. I, I have a problem sometimes with fiddling with my hair. And so that's not a good thing. I have to kind of stop myself from doing that <laughs> well you're if you're aware of it at least it might sometimes it might be easier to refrain from doing it but you're right we all have those little ticks sometimes that we're aware of it but sometimes yeah we just cannot control ourselves <laughs> <laughs> and finally ellen what would be your most valuable tip to empower women to take the stage more confidently? I think practice. We talked, we mentioned that earlier, but practice, yeah. practice, practice. Uh, don't let negative feedback stop you. Uh, I, I, I don't really have one tip I, because just another one came to my mind is think about what would be most valuable for your audience to hear. In other words, think about your audience do speaking yes. as, as giving to them. And I, yeah, the, you know, just like the more you are feeling to help them and to give to them, I think the more people will appreciate it. And, and also you'll get, you'll come up with content that will be really valuable for people and that then people will ask you back. It's true. It, it comes down to what we've been saying for years that it's not about you, it's about them. So it really is the best way think about your audience first that's a very valuable tip and i do thank you very much alan for your time and sharing all this value with listeners because i'm quite sure it's going to help them think about public speaking in a more positive way i hope so yeah it's a you know speaking's been around for since human beings have been around that and and public speaking also and it's it's not something that's going away it won't (laughs) be going away for sure (laughs) so uh, listeners will be able to reach out to you because we'll post links to you uh your two favorite sites where they can find out more about you so thanks again ellen for your time and all these valuable tips Thank you, Chantal. It was was, uh, very enjoyable. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please tell us what you think by commenting and even share with your own networks to inspire and empower others to do public speaking.